You're listening to the Gators Take No Jive podcast, brought to you by Paul Bugby and Cogcore Shane. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Gators Take No Jive. I'm Kyle Corshane, and with me, as always, is Paul Bugby. We're back a day later from our last episode. we got to talk about the Cotton Bowl, uh, since it's coming up so fast. The Gators are playing the Oklahoma Sooners for the second time ever, and I'd like to take this time to announce that Paul and I are opting out of the bowl game to get ready for the draft. <laughs> Dude, I'm definitely getting ready for the draft, man. I've been getting ready for the draft for two weeks now. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, um, the Jags, baby. I oh yeah, definitely. You know, I really <laughs> just saw that Marco Wilson opting out for the draft, and I I decided, you know what, I got to do what's best for me. You know, me and Marco Wilson will probably be playing in the same league next year. Uh, so, dude, before before the podcast, I was going through Reddit, and I was like, oh, this says Marco Wilson opted out, and Kyle's like, yeah, he did. I was like, no way, that's got to be a joke. <laughs> it, it does sound like a great joke. He actually, he actually opted out. That was well, crazy. let's assume he did. Just in case it is a joke later, let's just assume he did. <laughs> Dude, the comments on that feed, Paul, are great. Like the first yeah. one says, "Oh no, what are we gonna do?" <laughs> <laughs> so we will get into everyone who's opted out, but with Marco gone on defense. And all our players on offense gone, does it subtract itself enough to make us like we're going to be better on defense now, but we're going to be much worse on offense? Is this going to subtract itself out? Yeah, the secondary might be better. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's going to be interesting. We're going to have to have a lot of young guys step up at like the receiver position. So go ahead and tell everyone who's, uh, who's opted out receiver and who's like out for the game. Okay, so uh, Trayvon Grimes opted out. Kadarius Toney opted out. Kyle Pitts opted out, which we knew. Sean Davis will not play. He's either injured or opted out. And Marco Wilson opted out. And then Jacob Copeland tested positive for COVID today. So, Got it, got it. Um, so, yeah, whole receiver staff is just gone. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. It's just decimated, dude. All the playmakers that we've counted on all season, so. So we're going to get to see, um, I guess, our, our studs. Was he a senior? Rick Wells. Yeah, Rick Wells. He, uh, Trent Whittemore. Xavier Trent Henderson. If Trent, uh, if Trent Whittemore actually plays, I think he's supposed to play. He but, played the last couple games. Did he actually, like, get on the field? I mean, he's been suited up remember. for at least two or three weeks. Um, And then we got Xavier Henderson. We got yep. Justin Shorter. Shorter, uh, yeah. Shorter, Shorter might get a lot of targets. Um, shoot, dude. Henderson, Shorter, uh, Rick Wells, Trent Whittemore. I'm not sure who else. Because I mean, you got. I'm gonna think, look up lost. all the receivers we have in a second and see if any of them like. I guess you you, think you, we just anyone can lost. play. 
we just lost three scholarship receivers. Oh, like, yeah, no, no, I mean, you're good. How, how oh, many do they got, have on? Jordan Pouncey has to sit out a year, right? Yeah, he hasn't played all year. Yeah, um, we he got Frazier. Frazier's is technically playing. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Frazier's. Frazier's. Uh, someone, uh, Jamarcus Weston, I'm not sure who that is, actually. Yeah, Weston, so Weston, they've been hyped. Dan Mullen's been hyping up Jamarcus Weston for two years now since he came in. I, I completely, I, like you said, I completely forgot he was even on the roster. He hasn't seen um, the field. So he's 6'3. Yeah, Dude, yeah, so I, mean, I guess. He, he, he was a super underrated recruit, but like on signing day, Dan Mullen hyped him up. So Yeah, and we've had, really had trouble running the ball. So this is, this is going to be a very interesting game. And like you told me yesterday, you like you think Oklahoma has a really good like front seven. Um, their so. uh, their defense line is something serious. Yeah, um, and they they have a couple people who opted out. Well, I actually I might have only seen one person who opted out for yeah. Oklahoma, but we'll get to that Ooh. later. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into the Oklahoma game. Uh, anything you want to talk about, Paul? Um, we can go ahead and talk well, about Keontae Johnson. He's yeah, we can do news at- this time since we don't have as much uh, to cover. Yeah, I don't really have much news. I was just going to say he's uh, back at practice. He is helping the team out uh, with drills, I guess, and stuff. And, like, I guess taking more of a coaching role, you said? Yes. So, that, I mean, that's, supposedly. that's encouraging. Yeah, we need a new coach anyways. Um, <laughs> hey, it, I, it'll give him a fresh perspective sometimes because I guarantee you he's going to go up to him and be like, hey, man, what, what do you think is going on right now? You really think so? I think all coaches do stuff like that. Yeah, I guess. I I, I think it would be funny if, like, I guess it would be funny if he actually does that. <laughs> I mean, he, you would never know about it. I just feel like he would be like, hey, what, I mean, what are you seeing type of yeah. thing. Like, like, he might not do what he says, but he'll just be like, hey, man, what, what are you seeing? What, what do you think is going on? What do you think? Exactly, exactly. Like a second opinion type deal. But, um. Are, are these players going to the game? I wonder if they're, like, they have to be. How is this working? Are they, like, going to the Cotton Bowl the day before? Are they there the whole week? I actually don't know this. They're not there yet. They were practicing in Gainesville yesterday. Got so. it, got it. So that means they're traveling like a normal away game. I guess that's really smart because I did think, I was like, that would suck if you were there all week and you couldn't go anywhere. You're just on lockdown. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make COVID, sense why they would do COVID, that. COVID, they probably won't even travel to like, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, they might, I'm they, sure. might, they, they might travel today, actually. Wouldn't you think stay stay overnight? Because it's a different I think time it would be zone. Much, it would be much smarter to just go Friday. Or not Friday, the day before the game. So, oh, it's wait, not that Mon- far of a Today's fly. Monday. I'm tripping. Yeah, it's a Tuesday night that you say fly over there. That's yeah, they'll stay right. at the hotel as normal, and then they'll just fly back after the game. That seems like the smartest thing. I didn't even think yeah. about it. That you could just do that. That sucks, too, because the Cotton Bowl is probably a, a nice bowl game to go to. Or you, there's yeah, like everybody stuff to that, do and yeah, everybody I've talked to says it's awesome, and it's in uh da- or it's in Dallas and Jerry's world. Like, yep, that would like, be cool. Yeah, I bet they sweet, won't be yeah. skipping out in the locker room this week. No, uh, like no they way. did in that one week. Um, <laughs> that locker room is so, huge, though. It's not like Vanderbilt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and this is the second time we're playing Oklahoma. I can't remember when was the last time we played them. Oh, um, I'm just ah, kidding. Shoot. It was with a guy named uh, Tim Tebow, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, someone named Timothy Tebow, uh, <laughs> who destroyed a Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> oh man, good times. Good times. Good times. 
Are the two quarterbacks now better than the two quarterbacks in that game? So, statistically <laughs> wise, for Florida, I would say, I mean, he's he's, he's more there. of a quarterback. Yeah, he's he's definitely a better thrower. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know, dude. I gotta go with Sam Bradford over Spencer Rattler. Body oh, yeah, works of different. Well, also Sam Bradford wasn't he the number one pick in this year? Yeah, and he's he floated around the NFL for a while. He's probably still in the NFL somewhere. Yeah. Which Spencer Rattler could be a number one pick one year if he doesn't yeah. leave early. Dude, Sam Bra- Sam Bradford, he's always like super good, but his whole career he's gotten hurt in the NFL he, at least. You know what his big problem is? Those damn sleeves he wears. Is that it? He trips he wears, he wears those huge sleeves. And they, when he did that, I was an equipment manager and everyone wanted to do that crap. And they would look so ugly. Malik Zaire. Yes, Malik Zaire. And then uh Tyler Murphy tried to, and we showed him what it looked like, and he was like, nope, that's ugly. And then, like, uh, <laughs> someone else tried to do it, too. It was, like, the same thing. A bunch of people wanted to look and see what it looked like, and they were like, no, that's disgusting. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Um, it it looks terrible. terrible. I it guess does. it makes your arm move better. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's more functional. I mean, let's just ask Malik Zaire how better of a thrower he was. I'm just kidding. Boy. <laughs> I got sucked. Uh, I'm just glad we're not doing the grad transfer thing with quarterbacks anymore. Yeah. The quarterback room is in uh, good hands, man. Um, if you want to hear about what we think about every other position, you should just tune into the last podcast we did. <laughs> oh, man. I yeah, posted it, Paul, was... and I was like, this is a very depressing one compared to last year's signing day podcast. Dude, the cl- I mean, I just wasn't impressed with the class, man. <laughs> you know, coming off of a, like, back-to-back 10-win seasons or whatever, and then, oh. like, what? Oh, I, I get what you're saying. Never mind. I thought you were talking about this year. Oh, yeah, not this year. Obviously, we only played 10 games, but or 11, I guess, now. But I'm just saying, come back, come back-to-back, like, New Year's Six games, and then the offense looking as good as it was, and it's just, I don't know. He's not putting the effort in the recruiting trail, or they're not putting the money into it or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it was yeah. harder. This year, but like, yeah. I mean, we didn't we didn't have any visits. That sucked. But neither did anyone yeah. else. Yeah. So I, don't I guess if you're not going to visit a place, it's just safe to go to Alabama or LSU. I just want more effort, man. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, Dan Mullen is really losing the politics game the last few months. He is, and I, like, I was maybe he I, maybe he is putting in effort. We're not seeing it. Maybe you maybe you are doing things that you like you it may you make it seem like you're not doing. Mm-hmm. And since you said that, I actually I got on Google yesterday and I was looking things up and like he kind of had like the same things go on while he was at Mississippi State. Like there was a lot of people that didn't approve of like some of the stuff that he did, but like he brought that program from like to somewhere that they had never ever been before. So like yeah. people put up with it and like. That's the thing is that unless he's bringing Florida to like back to back championships or like something crazy, like do you think he? I wonder if his mountaintop. I wonder if in his mind he's like, oh, I just took this team to an SEC championship. We're a touchdown away from beating Bama. Uh, He's gonna get super cocky, and then that's when we're really gonna suck. He's been super cocky. Is the problem? No, I mean like worse than he is now. Yeah, I it could be. So, 
Anyways, let's get into it. Let's get into this Oklahoma game. The stacked, in my opinion, stacked roster on offense. Um, yeah, I mean they recruit well. They, I yes. mean Lincoln Riley. He, he, uh, he. I've, he's brought in a couple top five classes. I'm not sure where they're at this year, but like they. I mean he's a very young guy, relatable coach. He puts somebody in the Heisman Trophy uh, candidacy every single year. And he's going to get it again. He's going to get it again. I I think Rattler should be at least in the conversation coming up in the next couple seasons. Next couple years, yeah. And Rattler will probably be a first-round pick, it's looking like. He's just putting guys in the league, man. (laughs) It is crazy, like... He's putting receivers in the league, too. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that he... uh, What you call it? Dude, he was literally the East Carolina coach when we played him. One of their coaches. Really? Uh, when, like, Dante Fowler had that big game? Mm-hmm. It says East Carolina from 2010 to 2014. What was he, was he the doing OC. Oh, He was okay. the OC. They, they had a, a badass quarterback, and the, the receiver they had was a beast. And uh, Vernon Hargraves locked him down the whole game. It was crazy. Uh, makes sense. But, yeah, man. Oh, we had, like, a really good defensive back. Oh, we had some really good defensive backs that season, so they couldn't really do a lot on us. Mm-hmm. But uh, and they had Dante Fowler had like six sacks that game, so yep. Um, but yeah, he was the offense coordinator that season, uh, okay. and then he went to Oklahoma the next year. Uh, so yep. let's see. I was just looking up some crap about him. I didn't know where he had coached before. And I guess it was his first head coaching job. Yeah, it is. Uh, Bob Stoops kind of molded him, brought him up, and thought that he had what it took to keep Oklahoma at the top. And I mean, he's. He brought them to how many playoffs in a row? Three, three what, playoffs in a row. What a way to retire! Like just to say, like okay, like this. Co- it's kind of like it kind of reminds me. I don't think the Ohio State one was intentional. I think they got lucky with uh, what's uh-huh. his name, Ryan Day. Ryan Day. But yeah. it was kind of like, oh, I'm leaving you in the hands of someone who's going to be a beast. Here you go. Um, I mean, I see it as intentional. I think Urban left that program way better than he left Florida. Yeah, you, oh, you think Urban Meyer was like, I'm not going to leave if there's not a good coach to replace me? I think Because that's that what the he, Bob Stoops kind of kind of went, yeah, I can't talk I, to that. You're good. I think that he saw Ryan Day as like a young like coach. He's had a lot of NFL experience, and he knew that he could run this program, and he's like, they probably won't miss me too, too much if I leave this guy in charge. Yeah. So that's kind of what he did. Got it. You know who uh, Lincoln Riley got to start with, right? Who's that? Good old Mike Leach. Really? Texas okay. Tech. Before he got fired for locking a booster's kid in the garage or whatever <laughs> he did. Um, all right. Oh, let's get into the roster. Um, all right. Hold on. Let's do the uh, the spread. So the spread has changed, I guess, since all the people uh, sat out. We were three-point favorites. More. Yeah, it might change more. But now Oklahoma is a three-point favorite. So that flipped. Wow. And the over-under is, where's that, uh, 70 points. Holy shit. Yep. So. Uh, hopefully we can uh, at least do our part and get in the 70. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they score 35 and we score 35, let's be honest, this, team, this team's going to score on us. Um, Probably. This is in playing. I mean, it just depends on how inspired they are and if the cornerback change really makes that big of a de- uh, deal, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's good news that Marco's out, I think. Um, I think it's a good change. 
you know who might have got a lot of playing time this week is Kimbrough. No, I'm just kidding. But we have yeah. other cornerbacks they can put in there, um, like Hill and Elam and all that. They're going to be – I think it's going right. to be good to see kind of what our, our defensive backs are going to look like next year. So, you know. Mm-hmm. This is definitely going to be a game. Like, what if Trask opts out? Like, the day's not over. If I was Trask, I would opt that out. After losing all those people, it's not like – It would be pretty interesting to see if we could win the game with Emory Jones and all these new receivers. Dude – He's not gonna. He's not gonna do anything in this game to improve his draft stock. If Kyle Trask opts out, how much will we have to blame Mullen for losing this game? Like, how mad would we get? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna be that mad, but I think the biggest thing that I'll be mad about is that we lost three straight games going into an offseason. Yeah, I would be more mad about the LSU loss. So, <laughs> still mad about that one. I mean, are you? Oh, I'm over it now. I'm not over it. Fuck that. It's still it's embarrassing. Shouldn't have. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. Why would I be over? I'm not over being embarrassed. Yeah, I'm still embarrassed. Listen, so. man, I didn't I didn't suit up. I didn't coach the team. Not my problem. Yeah. I don't know. It is. It's our fault, Paul. <laughs> um, I, did, I didn't throw that fucking shoe. <laughs> but we would have because we used to do that all the time i've never seen that like anyone do that whatever man that's like the most this generation we're old now that's the most this generation move let me throw that's like a chauncey gardner thing you know what i mean or mm-hmm. chauncey gardner throws the mouthpiece or whatever like whatever anyways let's yeah. get into it spencer rattler number seven he's a sophomore i want to say unless mac jones is better he might be the best quarterback we faced all year in my opinion, um, yeah. he's just he's just he's, younger. He's more riskier. He's, got, he's gotten better as the season's gone. Yeah, uh, through. I think Mac Jones is oh, has better athletes and can like control the like keep the ball from getting picked off, turnovers, all that crap. Probably a little more than Spencer Rattler, but I mean this guy could run. He can throw. Uh, he's been doing it since high school. He was on QB one. Um, I told Paul yesterday. I think he'll sit there and make good, he'll make a good read. He won't just start to like. The running back, if he's open, he'll actually look downfield and make his, like, progressions and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Take time to find the best option. Uh, and I, I put his weakness is he's still young. He's a sophomore. Uh, the games they've lost this year, uh, he's kind of like – he'll turn the ball over a couple times. Uh, he has turned uh, the ball over a little bit this year. It, it, he really kind of relies it. The offensive line can uh, have some protection. He usually does fairly well. The good thing with us mm-hmm. is their offensive line – I was going on their message boards – the fans really think they've had, like, a subpar year. Like, they have, like, a pretty good center, I'm pretty sure. And then mm-hmm. uh, the rest of their line's kind of suspect. So, uh, if you can get a good pass rush on, you might be able to start them a little bit. Um, and we will probably need that this game with all the new faces in that offense. But, yeah, I mean, this definitely. guy, he's got almost 2,800 yards passing, 25 touchdowns. He's got five rushing touchdowns. His completion percentage is, like, 68% or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a good player. He's young. He didn't really throw for a ton of yards this year, but, I mean, it was a short year. They're also, their running backs start taking off throughout yeah. the season. They, uh, they they really, I feel like they ran the ball a lot more than they have any other year. Yeah, well, they have a really uh, senior running back, but he didn't get to play until, like, game six. Who are you talking about, Stevenson? Yeah. Uh, he was He was suspended. Ramondre Stevenson, he was suspended last year. He was suspended in the bowl game last year. 
and it carried over to this season. He's the next guy I got on here if you want to start talking about him. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, he's pretty explosive. He In the games he's played, uh, total yards, he's averaged 138 yards per game. That's mm-hmm. receiving and rushing. Yep. Uh, he has six touchdowns. I mean, that's a touchdown a game. Well, I, that's more than a touchdown a game probably. Uh, I don't know exactly how many games he's played. I think he's only yeah, played I didn't, five. I didn't, yeah, I didn't write down the number of games he's played. But he, but yeah, he's definitely he, the best running back. He's an animal. They're all the, they kind of were doing running back by committee before, and they were all mm-hmm. kind of doing very well, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And Steven, Stevenson's a guy that can do it all, too. He's got 18 receptions on the year. Kind of whenever he came back, he took the, like, main role. He, yeah. He, he does it all. Um, no, I totally agree with you. And their backup running back is actually just entered the transfer portal about seven days ago. T.J. Uh, Pledger? Yes. I didn't even see that. And, and Tanner Mordecai, I'm pretty sure. I think both of them entered the transfer transfer portal. Uh, backup quarterback? Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Um, I did not see that one either. Uh, I mean, he probably knew that he wasn't going to play. Yeah. He got, I mean, he's well, the same. Pleasure, he's the same. was used a lot until Stevenson came back. Yeah, you're right. I was talking about Mordecai. Mordecai's the same got age it, as Rattler. It. But, uh, I mean, Pledger, he would have got the – he probably would have got the rock a little bit more next year. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's only a junior, so. Well, they, I think they also started to use uh, Seth McGowan, uh, McGowan, the freshman, a lot. He's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He has. He only has like 300 yards, or it's 297. I rounded 297, up three yeah. touchdowns. Uh, he's got one receiving touchdown, and I want to say I actually forgot to write this guy down. Who's number 27 on their team? Offense I'll look it defense. up. I'll, I want to say uh, it's offense. I think he's a running back. Hold on. Um, Oklahoma. Is it, is it major? No, he's 24. Oklahoma Sooners roster. I should have just looked this up before. I'm pretty sure it's 27. <laughs> I mean, he he runs the ball very well, too, and can catch. I'm pretty sure. Um, if I'm speaking correctly about who I'm talking about. Yeah, um, I got you right here. 27. It says Jeremiah Hall. Maybe I'm mistaken. Um, I, was say, I, don't see a, I don't see a 27. We'll, we'll take a little Jeremiah, break. Jeremiah see. Hall is a tight end. Let me see if he even has stats this year. Well, okay. Jeremiah Hall. Okay, okay. It was a tight end. Sorry. He looks like a running back. He's like really <laughs> I was going to say it's tight end. Um, anyway, well, that guy has five touchdowns, so he does get the ball a lot. Anyways, continue on running backs. Uh, they got the freshman. I guess he'll get a little bit more playing time, uh, McGowan. But mm-hmm. they're all pretty good. They run the ball a lot. So Yeah. And Rattler, Rattler is uh, mobile. I'm sure everybody's seen QB1 by now, but he can move with his feet. Yeah. He's a little little short guy. He moves around a lot. Kind of yes. plays a, little, a lot like Russell Wilson would probably play. Nice, I nice. think that's I think that's a pretty good comparison. Who do you have as their best receiver? All right, so the best receiver, um, shoot, man, it's I'd probably have to go with Mims just because he's got more touchdowns. And it's Who crazy because he's a freshman. Yeah. So I mean, Mims has been uh, his go-to target all season. He's got mm-hmm. eight touchdowns. He's had some really great plays. A lot of the uh, the touchdowns that Rattlers had, they're like over fifty yards. Uh, yeah, they're like big boy touchdowns. Um, I feel like Marvin Mims. Uh, I mean, he's obviously a, a smaller guy. He's five eleven. He probably is 
more like their D.D. Westbrook type of receiver, and Theo Weiss is probably more like their C.D. Lamb type of guy. Yeah, uh, Theo Weiss, number 10. Um, he's also uh, played really well this season. Um, yep. They kind of – their receiving core kind of reminds me of, like, ours last year. They have a lot of good receivers uh, mm-hmm. and tight ends. Um, their it's tight end is honestly I, I, one, one of their best receivers, in my opinion, Austin Stogner. Stogner, Stogner, whatever. That guy is an animal. Like, yeah, he reminds me it's, of Kyle Pitts a little bit. I mean, he only has three touchdowns, but like, he's got like normal tight end stats. And six, like, six, the, 262, big guy. Yeah, he, he will probably get some big plays on us this yeah. week. And I think it's funny because I just compared their receivers to a Bolitnikoff award winner and a first round draft pick. But I was just kind of given like my breakdown of like, who they past, mimic on okay. yeah <laughs> yeah past Oklahoma players yeah who they mimic on <laughs> offense uh, obviously yeah. they're probably not as good but yeah um but other yeah. players to look at we got Charleston Rambo great name he's mm-hmm. probably on the all name team somewhere uh yep. he's number fourteen he'll catch um and then uh believe it or not Drake Stoops actually is not that bad uh Bob Stoops' son plays on the team he's number twelve. Yeah, and, and he literally, you look at him, he's 5'9", 190, but throughout the season, because I watched all the games, throughout the year, every now and then, he comes up with a catch somewhere, like in he's the middle, a, like a 20-yard reception or something. And the few games that I've watched, so I watched the Bedlam game and I watched the Big 12 championship game, he's like a poor man's Hunter Renfro, to be honest. Yeah, or he's like Whittemore this season. Like, if, if we didn't have Grimes, the way we would use Whittemore... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess. I would say if the way we, if we didn't have Tony, we would use Whittemore more so. Okay, yeah, if we didn't have Tony. I I was just trying to take out a receiver to give Whittemore more playing time in my mind. Yeah, I wasn't thinking I think, about where we'd put him. Yeah, I think he'd play a little bit more slot, you know, kind of that little shifty receiver yeah, I, type. I would say talent-wise, like, you could expect the amount of, like, production from this guy as we would Whittemore is what I was trying to say. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he he might be a guy that they'll look at on third downs, you know? Yeah. So I just so want cro- to throw him in there too. Third downs crossing Bob, the it's, Bob, it's Bob Stoops' son. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's not just there because his dad coached the team, which that might be why he's there. But he's actually it's catching the ball. definitely why he's there. But, yeah, he does. He has had a few catches this year. <laughs> the One of the things on Reddit when I was looking him up said uh, – it looks like he's going to be preferred walk-on. I really hope he can afford uh, the tuition. Yeah, I was about to say there's no there's no way a five nine receiver like I just don't feel like he at Oklahoma. Ever, yeah, I don't feel like he was on a scholarship when he first got there, but I could be wrong. Let's see what he was. He's I mean, dude, if your dad was an Oklahoma coach, there's no way you're using up a scholarship to begin with. Why use up a scholarship? Uh, I don't know, just because. I want to see what his... Um, yeah, if I was Bob Stoops, I'd be like, do you know how hard it is to get all these guys here? Hell no, you're not going to be on scholarship. Dude, yeah, he was a walk-on. So, um, his offers were Iowa, Ohio, Air Force, and Arkansas State. Shoot, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing major, but like, you know. Iowa, they're so run-heavy, or throw-heavy, sorry, I'm joking. But yeah. do you remember the part of my take episode? They're like interviewing Travis Kelsey, and uh, I don't know if you don't know if I listen to this because he played at Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. One of those tight ends that played at Iowa, they had on there, and Big Cat was, was, it, was asking it Kittle? 
It might have been Kittle. It might have been Kittle. I think it was Kittle. Um, yeah. He was asking them about the Wisconsin-Iowa games. Because I guess he had seen them when he was like in school or had gone to some of the games. He's like, I just want to read some stat lines to you. And they were all like games that were like 13 to 6, 10 to 7. Yeah, that was definitely the Kittle interview. I remember I listened okay, to that okay. one. And he was and like, Kelsey, you had zero Kelsey catches. went to Cincinnati. Zero catches, zero yards. And he's like, yep, sounds about right. He's like, and it was snowing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's probably why he's such a good blocker because he went to Iowa. All those, man, all those Iowa tight ends are like freaking good all the time. You got Noah Fant. He got TJ Hawkson, who was first round pick as well. Yep. Both those guys went in the first round. Uh, George Kittle, I, oh man, I wish I'd have looked up where he got drafted. He might have gone in the first round too, but yeah, um, put out some tight ends. All right, that's all I have on offense, though. I, yeah, I went ahead and said makers. the tight end that uh, Oklahoma has. Like the I said, he's thing, a, he's a beast. Yeah, the thing I wish, because with these smaller receivers that they got, they're probably going to be a little more shifty. I wish we would get up and play a little physical with these guys. We definitely got bigger No, we do that every that game. Could, that's what I'm saying. We could definitely do it, but we're going to play off, so it's not going to matter. Yeah, so, so. Uh, we can go ahead and get into the defense. Um Let's do it. Like you, like you said, their defense line is pretty lethal. Uh, uh-huh. They actually have eight pass deflections this season. That's one thing they do a lot. I don't know if it will happen as much as Trask, but they uh, a lot of times they'll go up there and deflect a pass. Uh, uh-huh. Like They're pretty smart. Um, their team has a lot of sacks. I didn't actually look at it, but, but as I was going through each player, I was like, wow, that guy's a lot, that guy's a lot, that guy's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So The main guy I want to talk about, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, yeah. Number ninety-five. He's in. The, he's a beast. He's a, a man out there, man among boys. Um, mm. Yeah, really, the guys that take over the uh, the defense line every game that I watch them play: Isaiah Thomas, Nick Bonito, and Ronnie Perkins. And yeah, those they, are the three guys I got written down. <laughs> dude, they love slobbing all over Ronnie Perkins every time you watch them because he was. I guess he was an All-American coming out of high school and stuff. I think he was a five-star, but. Uh, yeah, those guys all create havoc. You got eight sacks from Thomas, seven and a half from Benito, and five and a half from Perkins. And you know, it's funny. Perkins was suspended for the same reason Stevenson was. Um, really? Didn't know that. He I'm played, pretty sure. He played a little bit more than Stevenson did yes. this year, I thought. Yeah, yeah. he had, to, like, a waiver to get out of his suspension or something. Um, okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Eight sacks, five sacks, seven sacks. Or eight, mm-hmm. five and a half, seven and a half. I mean... Great names again, Bonito. I feel like that's a good <laughs> name. Uh, but yeah, they're they're pretty beast. Bonito's from St. Thomas. Um, you go on his Instagram. There's videos of him dunking on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just all athletes out there. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, I guess we go to their secondary next. I have one. Uh, I just wrote Deshaun White just because he was the other. Uh, linebacker to look out for, uh, but he only okay. has 33 tackles. They don't have their players don't have a ton of tackles. Yeah, even. no, they don't. They're, but I mean, it's that defense. Oklahoma defense, man. It's the Oklahoma defense. Yeah, right, they give up expect? a lot of points, but I do think that they have a really nice pass rush. And I wanted to see. I should have looked this up before, and I'll I'll look it up while we're talking. But I feel like they've been doing like Oklahoma is kind of the opposite of us right now. They had a much better second half of the season. Than the first half, where we we're kind of the opposite right now, which is terrible going into a bowl game, but still. Mm. Um, one more. I think there's one more player in the secondary 
that is skipping to Trey Brown. He's a senior. I'm pretty yep. sure he's skipping for the uh, yeah for the he draft. Out. And he mm-hmm. was a guy who had three picks, uh, six pass deflections, 31 tackles. Uh, so statistically, he was one of the best DBs. He they was had. Uh, he was their leader in the defensive backfield. And then next to him, or on the other side, I should say, same first name, Trey Norwood. Uh, he's a junior, number 13. He's got four picks. Uh, didn't play last season. I forget. He got injured. I don't know how, though. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, the that safety, they got Pat Fields. He's got one pick, four pass deflections. He's an okay player. Uh, Brendan ha- Bradley Hiles, he was a uh, – I mean, he's big-time recruit. He was a five-star at IMG. Uh, kids 5'9". 180. He kind of looks like a linebacker out there playing that nickel corner position. Um, he's got a lot of talent and he hits hard, but he's so undisciplined. Like he's the type of guy that's going to go out there and make a good play, but then he after that big play, like he's going to taunt the guy and get like a 15 yard penalty. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's that guy. So. He's a finger wagger. Uh, yeah, but finger he's wagging. like he's like really bad about it though. He takes yeah. it to the next level. <laughs> And um, it's crazy because, like, I don't know. I just feel like he's he can be talented, but he's, like, I don't know. I don't even think he's the best player. Yeah. No, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's all, kind of, that's all I have on the defense, <laughs> too. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a unit that we could score on. I'll say that. With our normal gonna, offense. They should be able to score regardless. Yeah. No, I agree. And we're going to have to score to beat them, obviously. You have to score some points to win. But uh, you have to score, we have to score a lot of points to beat this team. <laughs> uh, dude, the Big 12 champs. They beat, yeah, yeah, they beat Iowa. Um, this Iowa is going State. to be uh, – this probably will be a higher scoring game than the Big 12 championship. Yeah. And this will be a tough – like, this is definitely one of the tougher teams we faced all season. This ain't last year's bowl game where we played Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, so. true enough. Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be weird to see how we scheme up against this defensive line. It's nice to I, play different teams in the bowl games. You know what I mean? We played Virginia last season. We never play them. We play uh, Oklahoma this year. We never play them. Like we're not just playing Michigan and Iowa every season. Yeah, um, and I don't even know when when the last time we played in a Cotton Bowl was either. Like, shoot. Yeah, how did we even forever. get into that game? <laughs> I don't know. Florida, Florida Cotton Bowl. Uh, I was doing the same appearances. thing. <laughs> Let's see. You might be able to Google faster than me. We should have done this before, but well. List Hold of Florida Gator Bowl if, games. Um, if you go to Cotton Bowl, you could probably look at every single game on Wikipedia. Shoot. I don't even see any Cotton Bowls. Let's see a ton of Outback Bowls, a ton of Sugar Bowls. Florida State, Florida. I this might be the first time we've ever been in the Cotton Bowl. Oh, we're making history, boys. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. going to the list right now. This is the first time we've ever been to the Cotton Bowl. Let's see how many times Oklahoma's played. They've had to play this bowl game a ton. It's literally right down the street from them. Uh, let's see. They're mentioned they like twenty three times in this article, so I hope so. One, Dude. they've only played like once or twice. Hmm. 
They've actually Tony played in the stadium already this season, though. I'm pretty sure. Who they play in the stadium? Do they play the uh, Red River rivalry? They usually play that at the Texas State Fairgrounds. Got it. That's, okay. Uh, I can't think of the name of that. Where's the stadium, Big Twelve Championship? Hold on. Shoot, that might have been in that stadium actually. Now that you say that. Hold on, Big Twelve Championship. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's at 18. Yeah, you can see the Jumbotron. Okay, so they get to play back-to-back games there. Yeah, that's that's weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like playing the Peach Bowl or something for us, I guess. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. So, But, yeah, I mean, that's Oklahoma. What do you expect? Bunch of studs on the yeah. offense. A couple grown men on defense. So, I haven't checked in on our um... – Oh, dude, field goal kicker, Paul. What, they got a good one? Nah, he's pretty good. I mean, he's kind of like McPherson. He'll miss some and then also make like a 50-yarder. But I don't know how to say his name. It's uh, Tell me how you would say this. His first name is Gabe. Last name is spelled. I put their roster away. I just want to. B-R-K-I-C. B-R-K. Oh, um. How would you I say that? Said it, I think it said Bacaric, I think is I think okay. that's how they pronounced it. Bacaric if it was Brick for whatever reason, I was gonna say that's a terrible field goal kicker name. I don't think it's name. Brick, I think it's Bacaric. People have the worst, like the most cursed field goal kicker name sometimes. Kyle, how's your pickums going? Uh I'm assuming it's bad. No, I haven't I just pulled mine up. I've lost two games and I thought about taking Liberty over Coastal too and didn't do it. So Coastal. I'm pretty sure I did. I want to say I did pick uh, Liberty. Pretty sure Let you, me check. I'm pretty sure you picked Coastal, I thought, but I could be wrong. It's hard to beat people twice. Um, let's see. <laughs> How many points do you have? Oh, we're tied. Are we? Let me look at my entry. So I, we actually never went over our entries for this. Uh, I think we did. Okay, damn it. I can't believe I did pick Coastal. Yeah, so we're tied. I think you're still up by like two points. What's the so. other we're game gonna... you lost? I think it was the Houston game. Okay, so let you want to go through the games real quick. Houston and White. Yeah, we can. We get through what what we got. So App State. We, so and far, North I picked Texas. exactly the same games. Yeah. So App State, North Texas, Tulane, Nevada, UCF, BYU. Which BYU beat the crap out of them. Um, yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> Louisiana Tech, Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern beat the crap out of them. Wait, is the, is the Miami game tonight? If it is, I'm watching it. Let's Hold see. on, I'm gonna look that up while you're talking. December 29th, that's tomorrow. Shit, man, there's no games on today. There's some NFL games on today. Yeah, but I'm talking about real football, Paul. <laughs> Miami, Oklahoma State. <laughs> Fair enough. I would like to see. Damn, man, I picked Miami. I might change that. Did you see? Did you see all the Miami fans get hyped up over Derek King coming back for another year? Um, this mofo is gonna be in college for like eight years, dude. He's gonna be like, an why wouldn't he come guy. back? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Oh he's shoot, because he's the same class as Trask. Yeah, he's got. He's got no. Um, Has he been at Miami the whole time? I forget. No, he was at Houston forever. Remember, so got he was at it. Houston for four years. 
His senior year at Houston, he played in two or three games and then opted out and sat out the rest of the year so he could redshirt. And then he transferred to Miami. Good for Miami, man. I'm proud of him. Yeah, so, I mean, Miami struggles recruiting quarterbacks. This is probably the best one that they've had in a long time. But it's definitely not good for, like, recruiting high school kids when you're just bringing in transfers and you're letting them play for two years at a time. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I mean, they brought it. They brought in. Um, damn, who'd they get this? It was Jake Slaughter. Um, and he was a top 100 kid. I think he's number 94 player in the country. Got it. So they, I mean, they they were recruit like good high school players, but they never develop. Uh, never develop quarterbacks in their main ideas. Wait, what? I wonder where they were this year, recruiting wise. I'm about to look that up too. Uh, it wasn't very good, and we got them next year. I think sixteen. I'm, hoping, I'm, I'm thinking that's a. Is that the opening game next year? Miami? You play Miami next year. I believe it's next year. Is it too early to look at our schedule? Hold on. No, we can do that. Pull it up now. It's not going to be in order. It's either next year or twenty twenty two, but I thought it was next year. We play FAU, USF. Wait, this is twenty twenty one, right? All right. This is what it says. Okay. Oh, these are the games that have already been announced. Uh, FAU, USF, the Georgia game, obviously, Sanford, Florida State. And then we play the normal SEC guys. So, okay, so have you so ever Miami's heard of Sanford? Following year. Yeah, uh, it's the team that almost beat Florida State that year. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we're playing them because we're like buddy-buddy with that school. We practiced at their facility before. Uh mm-hmm. Actually, I think we practiced there for the Birmingham Bowl. If, okay. it, if it's the same place I'm talking about, I'm thinking of. We either practice there or if, or if it's in – let me see where Sanford is. Uh, hold on. Sanford we get, we get some of these uh, non-conference games back, so that's pretty cool. But, um, I mean, dude, USF and yeah, FAU, those are, those are schools that are going to be kind of tough, you know? Yeah. That's uh, what we open up the year as. I mean, we should we should beat them handedly, but it's not like the typical Eastern Washington, you know. I mean, it's nice to play. Oh, we that USF game is was scheduled just as a slight. Remember? Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be real bad to lose that game. Yeah, I'm just saying these these are schools that can get up and beat you if you let them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially with new quarterbacks and all that crap. Uh huh. All that jazz. So, but yeah. I mean, I'm not looking – I'm not too hopeful about our bowl game. Uh, do you want to go ahead and give a score prediction? Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had one. Um, I will say – so I was reading I was reading a bunch of predictions. People are still picking us, but there was one score that I really liked a lot. And it said 45-38 Oklahoma. I don't want to pick that one exactly, so I will say 48-42 Oklahoma. Uh, if there's any way, yeah, I was about to say, if they score 40 points, we're done. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't think we're going to, like, beat them, uh, even with Trask. And, yeah. It just depends on the defense, man. Like, what kind yeah. of defense is going to come out there? I'm going to go 38-35. I'm going to go with us. Not covering. Go Florida? Oh, wait, I guess we would cover in this situation. We would cover if we win, yeah. I was thinking of when you said we were favorites. Uh, who do you got as a game breaker? Shoot, bro. Um, so many new faces to choose from. Let's if, if go. If Trask with... opts out, I'm going with Emory Jones. 
<laughs> um, fair enough, dude. I'm, I don't know why he's playing. Like, if I, if it was me, I would opt out. But he has time to opt out. It would be kind of messed it. up if you waited till a game before, though, for the, as the quarterback. Yeah, he's a he's team guy. He's not gonna opt out. Uh, give me Xavier Henderson. Xavier Henderson, I like it. I mean, yep. Ah, Justin Shorter. I mean, we. I guess we gotta go receiver. Yeah. So. We kind of know what we're. We know what the identity is now, but. I was going to say Damian Pierce, but like I really don't this, think we're going to run the ball well. This is going to be the game that they're going to come out there and run for 300 yards. and Yeah. Emory Jones is going to play a ton. Yeah, exactly. So, well, it's going to be third and nine, and we're going to be running halfback. Like, we're going to run like a stretch play or whatever. <laughs> halfback dive. So, well, that's all I got. I guess we'll be back after the bowl game. Um, we'll eventually do like a season breakdown, talk about like what we thought went well, what didn't go well, I and mean, like grade mm. everyone, all that fun stuff. And then more thoughts. Yeah, hopefully, we don't lose three straight. I feel like you and me are kind of numb right now of Florida football. We are, man. It was just such a promising year, it was set up perfectly. Then oh, COVID boy. struck and ruined our whole schedule. Ruined our lives. You ruined our lives. Just think, man. Like, if we would have played the LSU game we were supposed to, they never would have started Max, Max Johnson against us. It would have been Finley. Uh, we were hot at that time. Uh, we, if if COVID would have never happened, we would never had to play A&M this year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> damn, man. <laughs> we could. We really would have had an easier schedule if it would have never happened. Stupid pandemic, man. Yep. I mean, there's ways that it ruined other teams that it didn't ruin our team, like roster-wise. Uh, yeah. But still, you're right. It is what it is, man. Anyways. That's, that's the stuff we got to overcome. Yep. No, I agree. Well, as always, one, two, three, four, five. Then them Gators don't take no jive. Go Gators. Go Gators. The grass was green It didn't seem like things were all that bad I bet we walked a thousand miles Chopping cotton and pushing plows And learning how to give it all we had As life went on and years went by I saw the light in daddy's eyes And felt the love in mama's hands they kept us warm and kept us fed Taught us how to look ahead Now looking back I understand We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced Sunday mornings rolled around We dressed up in hand-me-downs 
Just in time together with the church Sometimes I think how long it's been And how it impressed me then It was the only day my daddy wouldn't work We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced We were walking in Walking in high cotton.